Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your big brother, man. This is Mr. Wale Kareem, a.k.a. Mr. Blessed and Unstoppable. I am here to talk to you guys today. This is going to be like spiritual. First thing, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast, man. Um, The Free Will Project. And whenever I hear the word the Free Will Project, for me, it is like it does something to me because... Life is really about free will. Like, we just don't get it. The Like, as a whole, we don't get that you are the master of your destiny, in a sense. But you control how you're going to feel, your happiness, or your sadness, or uh, how you take to somebody else, or, or a situation that you may be going through. You are in control, regardless of what it is and what is what it how it's affecting you. You are in control of how you're going to receive it. Now I'm saying that because at this particular point in time in my life, my life is not. Um, if, if I put it like this, if somebody else had to walk in my shoes right now, I think that they would probably have a nervous breakdown. Simply because when you don't have direction, clear direction, like if you if you did not have clear direction and you did not have a system that had proven itself to you that you were going to come out of it, then right then and there, you would be like panicking. But I'm going to tell you that I have been in a very, very awkward uh, situation for about the past eight months. And I am a father of six children and a husband. And what we have experienced has brought me so much closer to my family, so much closer to the Most High God, so much closer to life. It is amazing. You guys, I am being very transparent with you guys, and I don't even, uh, that's not really my thing, but I got to be transparent with you guys, and and here's why, because too often, we hide the things that we're going through. And I believe that I'm going to be a huge blessing to somebody. I'm going to be able to help somebody big time in this in this situation. Because even though you may be going through something, if you understand who you are and whose you are, then there is no doubt on how it is uh it will be taken care of um for me i was given a promise i was given a promise by the most high god that um i was to uh walk off of my job 
Now, if you heard it, you heard the hesitance. And the reason why I hesitated was because before I could even open my mouth, I was already uh, thinking about how you would respond to me saying that. And, you know, that that's a problem by itself because I, I really should not care how you guys respond to it. This is me just speaking to you guys to give you all strength and understanding as to what it is that I'm doing, what I'm dealing with. And, and possibly maybe some of, some of you guys are going through this or or are are being called to do something that to you does not make any sense. Now, I've been called to do some crazy things in my life. Crazy faith moves, all right? And I will say uh the majority of the time they've panned out. Immediately they've panned out. Now, this one right here is a, another huge move that I stepped out on. I stepped out on it and it was uh, working very well at one point. But then things got a little tight um, and then they got real tight and then they got even tighter. <laughs> so as you can see, you know, um, I, I haven't, I, I, I've, I've seen the lows I've seen the valley, but I haven't talked about the ascension yet, right? Well, I know that the ascension is coming, like hands down. I believe that sometimes you have to be tested in order to be approved of your situation, your situation and your circumstances. You know, you would not hand your 10-year-old son, I would hope you wouldn't, hand your 10-year-old son a $100 bill unless you understood what your son was capable of doing with the $100 bill. You would hate for your son to go to the gro the, the uh, grocery store, the corner store, and take that $100 bill and buy $30 worth of uh, potato chips or uh, $20 worth of candy. You would, I mean, I don't know about you. I would hate to find that out. So what am I saying? I'm saying that sometimes... During your test, during your trials, you have to be tested to find out how are you going to receive or react to what it is that you're supposed to receive. Now, I'm saying this because if I told you I was going to give you $100, if you were to be uh, good, right? Whatever good means. Th those are quotes. You know, uh, if you're if you're already good, then maybe you can be better. You know what I mean? So let's just say I told you, man, I, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars if you stop cussing. That's that's the you know that's your good, right? So for you, somebody who may you know swear a lot, I'm telling you, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars. Now, I've just given you uh, an opportunity to be motivated to receive this $100. So you go a day. I, now, here's the thing. I never told you when I was going to give you this $100. I just told you I was going to give you $100. So it starts off easy because you know 
that if you do what I'm telling you to do, you got $100 coming, right? So the first day, you know, you, you, you're kind of struggling, but you, you go forward on it. Because you are thinking that I'm saying just for the day. Then the second day comes and I'm around you and you, you are, once again, you're struggling, but you, you're trying to keep it all together because you want that $100, right? Okay. By the time you get to about a week, that that you're going to ask me like, man, when are you going to give me this $100, man? I'll stop cussing. When are you going to stop? Uh, when are you, when you going to give me this $100? And I turn around and I tell you, I'll let you know when. Instantly, the, the, the desire for the $100 almost instantly is, is not as desirable. And the reason being is because you don't know when I'm going to give you what I promised you, right? So, in the respect of what I'm saying in regards to my situation, there was a promise that was, that was uh, spoken to me and over me. Not by one person. First, by the Holy Spirit. Yes, I'm being spiritual, you guys, please. If this is a problem, I'm not trying to offend nobody, man, but I'm talking to those who believe, those who understand in a higher power and know that God is real. I'm talking to y'all. Check this out. I have been spoken over in my life from the time I was about, I heard it clearly, clear as day when I was like eight or nine years old. From that point on, I understood entrepreneurship at the age of eight or nine when nobody in my family understood entrepreneurship. Nobody. Not even my 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 parents could not understand where did this craziness come from? Why am I talking this nonsense? That's what everybody said, right? From that point on, by the time I was uh, 10 going up, I've done so many entrepreneurial ventures. It's ridiculous. But I knew that I would be a full-time entrepreneur. Uh, many people who did not even know me would come up and, and speak over me and say, God told me to tell you that you are going to do this and you're going to do that and you're going to make this and you're going to uh, uh, break uh, strongholds and, 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 and um, um, curses off of your family's uh, uh, lineage, things of that nature, right? And the Most High had already told me that. Already told me. So everything that everybody told me, it was confirmation, which is the best way to receive uh, uh, actual promise from the most high. In most cases, you want to already know you want to already be in tune and aligned with God. You understand what I'm saying? So with that being said, the time had come. It's been um, a, a number of years and, and my wife and I. She knew coming into my marriage that I was planning to become a full-time entrepreneur. I did everything that was needed for for me to be able to uh, survive as I was getting on my feet to get the businesses up and running. Um, there was some income coming in prior to me, uh, you know, not prior to me quitting my job. But for the most part, there was... 
we 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 had it all mapped out. Now, as you would have it, sometimes you overstep. You overstep God's promise. You react too. You re, re, you react too suddenly, and now you're out of tune. You're off beat to what it is that He has called you to do. And when that happens, you know what happens when when you're off beat. If a person comes into into your lane too soon, there's an accident that's going to occur. If they come in too slow, they can just disrupt all of the traffic. So this is what happens when you disrupt the flow. Problems start. Now, what am I saying? Um, I may have jumped the gun and, and made some, some very bad decisions uh, in my uh, setting up. Nevertheless, I don't. I believe that even still, that it's still uh, there was still a purpose behind it, and and God does not make any mistakes, right? So, from that mistake, man, my family has uh, suffered big time. But the crazy part was, I never heard go back. I never heard turn back. Now, for those of you who are listening, and I hope that you guys are listening to this because I promise you, this is going to bless somebody, man. Listen to this and listen to it again. I promise you, I got you. I have never been the type of person to go backwards. Meaning, if I say that I'm going to do something, then I have to do it. And I have to do it even if I don't want to do it, but I've spoken it and and, and therefore I got to... I got to do what I said I was going to do. Now, a lot of people, you know, especially when it comes to relationships, a lot of people can go and they can break up with somebody and go back to them. And years later, after dating several other people, go back to that person like five or ten years later. To me, that's a waste of time. It's a waste of time because you have already you already know that y'all are not going to work out. It's already been proven because if y'all was going to work out, y'all would have worked out 10 years prior, right? So I don't like to waste time. That's what I'm saying. I don't like to waste time at all. Now, I said that I wasn't going to go backwards. I wasn't going to do what I said I was going to do, right? Now, here it is. I'm sitting here. And I'm faced with this dilemma because my my businesses have slowed somewhat. Um, uh, everything is 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 a little rocky, but I tell you, the God is 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 a powerful, powerful, powerful source. And if you understand who. Your source of strength, provision, protection, uh, knowledge, wisdom, uh, your your strength, your solitude, your peace. When you understand where your excellence and your um, 
your 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 kindness your mental stability your um your grounding when you are grounded in the right place people are going to think you're crazy because you are able to withstand a storm with the smile on your face now i'm going to tell you that i was in my life I've never been more at peace in my entire life than I've been during these six to eight months. I I tell you, well, I ain't going to say six to eight months. Let me not say that, y'all. Let me be real, all right? It's not six to eight months. I'm going to say the last uh, three months. Actually, uh, yeah, the last two months, the hardest, the hardest have been the last two months, right? Real talk. I've never been more at peace in my entire life than I am right now. I'm 43 years old. I've been through a lot. I've seen a lot. I've never been more at peace than I am right now. I want to tell you how much peace I'm in. Okay? I'm in so much peace that it bothers me that I'm at peace. That's how much peace I'm in. My peace is so strong that I'm not even bothered in my situation. My circumstances cannot even agitate the peace that I'm in. When I tell you that I sleep at night, I sleep at night. When I tell you I eat, I still eat. There was a time. When I could not eat, I definitely couldn't sleep. I was just a bag of nerves. These last two months, I have been so at peace that it's been scary. It's been scary. But I embrace it. And you know why I embrace it? Because I know that God is a provider. That the Most High is a provider and that when you stand on his word on his promise with faith and action that the most high would deliver and I've done several times in my life I've taken the time to turn around and almost start going backwards just to hear just to hear the Holy Spirit say, hey, where are you going? I got you. And it's, it's, it's delivered almost instantly. Now, the point of me saying this to you guys is, check this out. Some of you guys have walked away from blessings, from promises, at the very last second. You gave up one minute too early, one second too early. All you had to do was take one more step. All you had to do was go 10 more steps. All you had to do was gain a little bit more strength to go a little bit further. A little bit further, meaning 
just a little bit further. If you did it for 10 years, why can't you do it for another month? If you did it for four hours or three hours and 55 minutes, why can't you do it for another five minutes? But oftentimes we give up right when it's about to come. And I I want to I want to talk to you about when you give up. When you give up and you and you demand what you are demanding from God, this is where it gets crazy. I I want to give a, another analogy. This is where it gets crazy. You will begin to to demand what you want from God. And guess what? God may give it to you. The most high may give it to you. And you may feel victorious from that. But here's where the problem comes in that that's not what he was trying to give you. Can you imagine? Here, this I, I've had this happen to my children, and I promise you, I know that this is how God works. Sometimes we beg and plead for things that God is trying to give us. Right? God is trying to give us something beyond our wildest dreams, beyond all that we could ever ask. Or even think of. And he's just asking you. To hold on. You get tired. And you say oh forget this. You go back to your old ways. You go back to doing what you're doing right. What happens. When you say forget this. And you get what what it is you have. You begin to celebrate. You're in victory. Over. You getting what, what you thought was needed or 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 wanted, right? Here's the funny part. That's not what he wanted to give you. You didn't have the patience. You didn't have the faith. So what did you do? You kicked and screamed and and he gave you what you wanted. And you thinking that you did good. Check this out. True story. My wife and I was surprising my children. Uh, we were going to all go out to dinner. And I had uh, just got off work that day. I was, uh, I think I got up a little late. But I told my wife that we were definitely going to go out. So I got up a little late and um, got in the shower. Was getting ready to go out. Um my wife was getting ready, and at the time, I believe my my son was was a little boy. My second youngest son was the baby at that time, and uh, we turned around and was getting ourselves together. And my older children was like, uh, they didn't know. We told them that we were going somewhere, and that it was a surprise, right? They had no idea. Now, we told them don't get nothing to eat. We told them that. We said, you know, uh, just hold your horses. We'll get something on the way back. But we had somewhere to go real quick. TikTok goes the clock. We come out. My wife and I and my, my baby boy, we come out. And lo and behold, my older children are sitting at the table eating cereal. And I'm sorry, not cereal. I'm sorry, not cereal, not cereal. They were eating hot dogs and um, and uh, noodles. That's what they was eating. And 
I asked my oldest daughter, I said, whose idea was it that you all, you know, went ahead and did this? And, you know, nobody wanted to say anything. It was, you know, the only thing they said was we was hungry. So that was them being in, you know, uh, they were all in allegiance to, to each other. They were not going to, uh, you know, tell on each other. So they all sitting there and I could tell like they really felt that they had the victory over us. So they're sitting there and they're eating their um their food. And me and my wife, we walk out and um we started, you know, like, man, why would they do that? That was kinda, you know, kinda disrespectful, you know. So um we come back in the kitchen and we said, Man, so how how's the food? And they, you know, they said, uh, oh man, it's good, you know. It's good. We we was just we was we was starving. And I said, Yeah. I said, you couldn't wait another 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And they was like, yeah, I guess we could have. And we was like, yeah, because we was about to take you all out to Red Lobster. And the look on their face when we told them that we were going to take them to Red Lobster, who we found out instantly who was the culprit who was like, oh, forget that. I'm about to eat some cereal and everybody else followed because they all looked at that person. And it was my son. It was so funny. It was so funny. And that right there was a moment that I saw God say, this is how you all do me. There are things that I'm trying to give you that you prematurely don't have the patience for. And you jump the gun and you think that them hot dogs and them noodles is sufficient. When he's trying to give you steak, lobster, crab legs, he's trying to give you a feast. But you're going out of out of being impatient. You're going to go the pauper's route. It may look like you are taking a step up in the situation. But he may have wanted to raise you five steps. I want to tell you all right here. I got a, I got another, uh, I got a, a, like a testimony about faith that I want to share with you guys. So I was working this job. I was miserable. I hated this job. Hated it. Um, the job was so bad that it barely provided, it barely put food on my table at the time. This was right around 2009 when it, everything just, just messed up. It was just totally messed up. But the job was bad even before then, being honest with you. So it just got extra bad around this time. But it barely paid the bills. Like, if 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 I hiccup too hard, my bills was just in a disarray, right? So every year, I never forget. This is be, this is when I used to celebrate Christmas. I don't I don't celebrate man-made holidays anymore. That's a whole nother topic. And I definitely have my reasons and I've done my research. But um at this particular time, I was celebrating Christmas and I am a Christian. I am. I, I do believe in Jesus, just just to let y'all know that he is the son of God and that he did die on the cross. 
on the third day. Just to let y'all know. So, don't get it twisted. Alright, now. When it was all said and done, every year without fail, my children had a horrible Christmas. Because the job will slow down every single year. Now, I know what you're saying. You're like, well, why didn't you prepare earlier for that? This job did not allow that. There was no extra money. Like, it was just, uh, uh, man, just a, a paycheck to paycheck type job. They gave me just enough to pay all of my bills, to feed my family, and to come back to work. Like I said, if I hiccuped too hard, unexpectedly, something was going to not get paid. That's how bad it was. So I hated this job. And I don't like using the word hate, but I really did. I despised this job. And I I could tell you why, and I'm justified in telling you why I despise this job. But that's not for this, uh, this, this uh, particular testimony. But check this out. I kept getting sent to this one place. I was a truck driver. I kept getting sent to this one place. And this the nicest group of guys in this warehouse that I've ever, you know, had known. But but every Friday, this place closed at 10 o'clock. And, the, and my, my job, my company would send me there after 10 o'clock. Every Friday without fail. And these guys would get upset at me. Because they like... Don't you know that we close at 10 o'clock on Friday? And I'm like, yeah, but my company keeps sending me. And they, if I came, they had to unload me. Now, this is a Friday night. This is my last load for the night. And they would make me wait like an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, right? Well, I ain't going to say that two hours, an hour, hour and a half. Here's, here's, this is where it gets uh, interesting. They normally unload you within five minutes of you being there. But because I kept coming after 10 o'clock, they was making me wait longer and longer. Now, I'm already, I already don't have nothing to look forward to as far as a paycheck and things of that nature. So I'm kind of like pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I'm, I'm sitting here and, and, and these guys get paid by the hour. So they have no regards for me who I don't get paid by the hour. I get paid by the load and you're wasting my time. So. I came time after time after time, and, and man, these guys, one of the guys, he finally kind of took to me and, and, and kind of saw things from my perspective and started to, you know, show me a little love. You know, like, man, anytime you come in here, man, if I'm here, man, I, I'll take care of you. Just just tell them to call me. I'm like, okay, cool. So because of him, other people started showing me love, right? So... It got to the point where I would get there, and it wouldn't be immediately. It might be 30 minutes, 20 minutes. It's not the five minutes that I was used to, but it was better than that hour, an hour and a half. So I'm coming in there, and I'm building up this rapport over and over and over. This rapport is just getting better and better with these guys to the point to where, man, when they see me, you know, they say, hey, man, you know, I got to go on break, but when I get off break, man, you the first person I'm, I'm coming to get. I'm the only person in the building, by the way. You know, but that's what they would say. So one day, one of the guys came up to me and said, man, you always here, man. Why don't you just uh, apply for a job? Now, I'm thinking, I don't know anything about warehouses. I, you know, I'm thinking that these guys are, like, getting paid peanuts. So um, I said, um, what would you, I said, you know, what 
y'all y'all got drivers? And they say, yeah, we got drivers. And they get paid good money. I'm like, what's good money to y'all? They said like um, 60000 70000 And I'm saying to myself, yeah, that's good money. <laughs> that's real good money. So the guy tells me, he said, man, you should put in the application. I put the app in. He 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 almost that night. Me and him talked for like an hour. He told me I needed to put my app in. He said, "Man, if I was you, I would come in here tomorrow, get that app, take it home, and fill it out the next day." I said, "Are y'all hiring?" He said, "No, no, we're not hiring, but you just want to put your name in." You guys, I turned around and did exactly what he said. I asked for the app. Took it home, filled it out. Not even a week later, they called. Now, this is where it gets crazy, and this is where faith comes in. That had I not moved, as I spoke earlier about timing, had I not moved within the flow of him telling me. Come in tomorrow, get it, fill it out, and send it back. Had I not moved in that time, and I would have missed my my opportunity. The guys who worked there have been there over ten years. All of the drivers have been there over ten years. There was no new driver in over ten years. This guy is—I don't know if he was just. You know, just talking to me and, you know, just jiving me. I don't know. But when he told me to put it in, I don't think that he knew that anything was about to come come from me because I talked to the drivers and they said it was a all of a sudden uh, situation that took place. So, next thing you know, I'm getting called in while the guys are uh, fighting to get their jobs back. The manager tells me, he says, uh, this guy who you're replacing has a possibility of getting his job back. In the event that he gets his job back, you will be terminated. And not only will you be terminated, but you will not be able to be placed on a waiting list. It, he, The guy told me this. He said, it will be as if I never knew you. So you would have to come back in and reapply and start all over again. There will be no special privileges for you at all. I'm like, wow. So instantly, you know, those are not the most uh, encouraging words or inviting words, to say the least. I'm like, you know, that that sounded a, a tad bit cold, to be honest with you. But I also knew that this is where the most High had led me. This is where the most had led me because I was the only person who kept coming in there night after night. I was the only person who kept being subjected to, to this place to the point to where I had forged these friendships with these guys. So much so that the guys put in a word for me to get the job. I could not get the job without the warehouse guys vouching for me. Alright? So, I'm looking at all of this all of this favor and now it's time for me to pull the trigger on faith so I come home I pray 
the guys telling me, even the manager, the office manager is telling me like, this is crazy that you just put this app in because we haven't hired any drivers in over 10 years. Your timing was your timing was like just perfect. He was like, This is ridiculous. I don't have anybody to I don't have anybody to choose from because the other applicants were was so outdated I couldn't even look at them. So I was like not the only candidate, but I was the first candidate. You know, of course he put the sign in the window for other people, but he considered me first because my application was fresh. Now Upon that, I go home, I pray with my wife, I tell her about it, we pray on it, and I and she says, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take the job. Excuse me. Even with those quote-unquote threats or concerns, whatever you want to call them, I took the job, and I want you to know two things. Number one, it was more than 60, 70,000 a year. I was making at my old job, 40, approximately 43,000. I almost doubled. Actually, I doubled. I doubled my income the first year on the job. That's number one. Number two was not only did I stay there, but I was favored by that manager who gave me all that lip about, you know, if this person does this and that, you know, and how he just had like this real bad taste in his mouth for me. But now I turned around and I I, I worked there for six years and quit. And when I when I quit, it it was like just devastating to the company that I was, you know, pursuing uh, my entrepreneurship. The point I'm making is that faith move right there was powerful, but I knew upon me coming in there that I wasn't going to be there very long. I knew that that faith platform was just the start of the next one that I'm, that I'm in right now. I'm saying that to say, you guys, my peace is there because I understand. I understand how the most high works. I understand how my father works. I understand. If you know your parents, then you will understand that if they tell you to, if they, if they say they're going to do something for you, they're going to do it. You have a little patience. If they say they're going to do it, they're going to do it. Don't jump the gun. Don't overreact. I was just telling a friend today, do not ever respond emotionally. Your emotions will mess you up. Emotions get people killed. Emotions ruin relationships. Emotions have people going to jail. Emotions have people walking off jobs. Emotions have people... Taking jobs that shouldn't be taken. Emotions have you doing things that you should not be doing. You cannot respond in emotions. You cannot respond in your, in your emotion because that is not a secure or stable uh, phase that you are in at that point. You are very unstable right there. 
So with that being said, I'm hoping that you guys are understanding what the the point of this uh, podcast was. I really want to help people. And I, I need more people to have free will to believe, to understand that a little bit of discomfort is better than comfort. Because com- you being in your comfort zone, you'll never grow. Discomfort is what makes you grow. It makes you look at things different. It makes you move different. It makes you think different. But when you get into comfort, that comfort puts you in a real bad position because you will never, something, you, you just stop growing. You stop growing. You get in that one spot and you just don't move no more. No more. No, you don't get another pay raise. You don't get anything. You just sit there. And at this point, it's like you, you're on a skip record. Nothing new is going to come from that skip record. You're going to hear the same thing over and over and over. You're going to do the same thing over and over and over. With that being said, you guys, I hope y'all got the point where the peace came from and why I'm encouraging you guys to find your peace. Even in the darkest of hours, if you know what you know, you don't have to know how you're going to get out of the situation. I don't know how I'm getting out of my situation. I just know that I serve a God that does know how to get me out of a situation. Even right now at this very second, I can click a button on my computer and somebody can be buying my services, hiring me as a contractor or buying um, something that I'm, that I'm selling or, or asking me to coach them on something. Any of this can happen just at this very moment and with enough money to take care of all of my bills, all of my bills. And you want to know the crazy part about that? A job won't do that. A job won't do that. That is the point of having faith to dig in, to expect, to dig in and ground yourself in the promise and the word and to expect it to come to pass, to to already anticipate it, to celebrate it, to imagine it already coming to pass. And then when it comes to pass, what a victory, what a celebration you can have because people knew what you went through and where you are today. And they say, man, I remember when you was going through this. I remember when you did that. I remember that. And they will celebrate with you. It reminds me of my frustration is sometimes we want to go back and we want to do things because this is what we are by human nature. We're going to go back to what gave us comfort. Now, Think about the analogy of Peter when Peter was out and he was he was fishing all day and all night and had caught nothing. 
This is this is my life. This is my story right here. I've been out um, prospecting and and uh, working my business like crazy to to only get back nothing. Right? I, uh, Peter comes back to the shore. Peter comes back to the shore, and he's getting out the boat. And as he's getting out the boat, Jesus looks at him and says, um, "Get back in the boat. Let's go. Out, let's go back out on, on, on the sea." Peter looks at Jesus like, why? I've been out there all day and all night. I've caught nothing. Why are we going back out there? See, this is what happens when you are in your own emotions and you're not thinking from the faith aspect of things. Jesus tells them, get back in. Get back in the boat. And let's go back out on the water. And when you go back out on the water, this time you put it on this side instead of that side. And lo and behold, he dropped that net and brought in more fish than he could even carry. He had to give fish away to other fishermen. That is what happens when you don't give up. When you hold on to the very last second and that your faith is un is is you can have you can have you can have doubt but your actions have to con- you have to complete your actions so even in the the last hour peter did not think that there was any fish out there he didn't think he was going to catch any fish and lo and behold when you look at what took place there it was. There it was. So with that being said, you guys, I know this was a long one. Man, I just wanted to tell you guys that, man, I hope you guys experienced the peace that I've experienced during these last two months. I hope that you all get close Follow your dreams. I believe that we are living in a time of miracles. We're living in a time of, uh, man, divine wisdom. I believe that we are being given all that we need to excel far greater than what any enemy can try to place against us no weapon formed against against us shall prosper those that believe those that believe in the most high those that believe in his son jesus no weapon formed against us shall prosper we are able to do all things all things as he has already told us that we have dominion over and that, man, we are powerful, powerful beyond measure. But we have to implement. You got you to gotta stay, stay strong. Stay strong, people. 
I promise you, I promise you, very, very soon, I will be giving you guys a testimony out of this world. I guarantee you a testimony beyond my wildest dreams. Because that's how much I believe. And I'm telling you guys now, I have, just to let you know, right here, right now, I don't know how it's coming. I have no idea how it's coming. It's not like I'm waiting on the check and I'm telling you guys, oh man, just wait till next week. Man, this check, you know, uh, God is going to give me something. I'm not playing that game. I truly do not know where my help is coming from. But I can guarantee you that it's coming. And it's not going to be a one-time situation. It's going to become a, a flood of blessings. And I will extend my blessings to anyone who is listening and who may need it. Man, may the most high have favor and bless you too. Whatever endeavors that you are going forth on, as long as they are aligned with the most high and, 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 and the pureness and the purity of who the most high is, I, I send a blessing and I am in agreement with you as well. And whatever it is you are experiencing or or expecting as well. With that being said, man, peace and blessings to each and every one of you guys, man. This is your big brother, Mr. Wali Kareem, a.k.a. Mr. Blessed and Unstoppable. Peace out.